York's talk station with the king of New York. Curtis Lewa, 77 WABC. of this Sunday, and then soon, it'll be the Troika, the Trinity, the Trifecta, as I do three to five, and then it's Vinny Madunio, that's right, the rising star here at WABC from Staten Island, who teaches by day at Richmond High School, performs at night on stage, and then comes into uh, the studios here, back-to-back, belly-to-belly, Saturdays and Sundays, five to six Saturdays before, his mentor, Cousin Brucey who's on from 6 to 10. It's all entertainment all the time, followed by Tony Orlando with Dawn. No, without Dawn. From 10 to 12. And then yours truly, right? I take you right through the break of Dawn, and I conflate music you haven't heard in a month of Sundays with a lot of good talk because it's you. No guess. It's you. It's your turn to be heard. And you hear this jam, Robin S. Well, guess who decided to remake it almost 30 years later? Beyonce Thunder Thighs. Yep, she's doing a remake of Robin S. But let me tell you something, Beyonce. You can't touch this. This is the kind of jam that you would hear in the Gay Pride Parade as the tractor trailers come down with enormous woofers and tweeters on gigantic boom boxes that sometimes scale too. Three stories in the air. And who snuck in at the last moment just moments ago? That fake, phony, fraudulent mayor of ours, Eric Adams, who sold out the cops. Sold out the gay, lesbian, and transgender cops like he sells out our city. Now, remember, originally, Gay Pride New York City, going back over a year ago, said... Because police officers are so brutal to transgenders and people of color and gays and lesbians going back to Stonewall, we are not going to allow gay, lesbian, or transgender cops actually march in the parade in uniform. Something that they worked years at, labored at, in order to get the right to do. And then that was stripped from them. And to his credit, I can't believe I'm saying this, he's more of a man on this issue than the weak one with no huevos, no culiones, Eric Adams. Yes, the part-time mayor, the dope from Park Slope, Bill de Blasio said, if you don't let the gay, lesbian, and transgender cops march in their uniform, sayonara, see you later, alligator. And he didn't fold like he typically did, like a cheap camera. What happened just moments ago? You remember, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, Eric Adams was all in a tizzy. tizzy. He was not going to tolerate this. You're not going to disrespect my cops. 
Oh, are you going to march, uh, Mr. Mayor? Well, I'm thinking about it. Are you going to march, Mr. Mayor? going to follow in the footsteps of Bill de Blasio, who last year said either the cops of the NYPD march in uniform or the mayor is not going to march. So what happened just 15 minutes ago from a side street? Eric Adams, undercover, hush, hush, mush, mush, with no police, no uniformed police. I didn't even see his brother Bernard in the contingent. Shows up with a gay pride flag and starts marching with about 10 other guys. Quite frankly, I don't know who they are. They're not police officers. And I say, my God, you sold out the NYPD. The organization you went to their dinner Friday night goal. Gay organization. (sighs) Hey, I'm telling you. This guy, man, he is two-faced on everything he does. Let me give you an example. Today, same time, same place, San Francisco, right? Far more gays, lesbians, and transgenders per capita per person with far more influence over the politics of San Francisco. They had made the same decision, the San Francisco Pride Committee last year. And to her credit, Mayor London Breed said either my police officers of the SFPD march in uniform or sayonara, you don't see me. And they didn't. So this year they came up with a compromise. It was almost like Solomon-like. If you're an on-duty San Francisco police officer, if it's your shift, you can march in uniform. If you're off-duty, you can't. Well, okay. But at least the police officers were marching in uniform. That's San Francisco. Denver Pride had the same rule. And they actually reversed it. This year they said, no, no, no. Come one, come all police officers, sheriff's department, cops. We have a crime wave taking place in Denver and nearby and surrounding areas all along the Colfax. We need as many cops as possible. Wear your uniforms. March with gay pride. And they are. What happened here in New York City? Eric Adams folded like a cheap camera and never told us in advance what he was going to do. Snuck into the parade just moments ago. What a double oofah, right? And you know what Gay Pride New York has said? You police officers can't march in uniform up to the year 2025. That's right. So for the four-year ride of Eric Adams... Police officers are persona non grata. In fact, as I was uh, going up and down the streets of gay pride long before the parade started, I noticed that gay cops were only allowed, gay and straight cops in uniform, only allowed in the intersection where a police car was blocking anybody from coming into the main avenue. But I mean, my God, so few police officers and none along the barriers. You know what I would have done as mayor? I would have said, guess what? You don't tell us police can't provide security at any march. Not for St. Patrick's Day, not Columbus Day, not for the West Indian Day Parade. Well, you need an army of cops, by the way, coming up on Labor Day, and especially the fake festival overnight, Jouvet. What a violent festival that is. That's a complete waste of our financial dollars to be having cops assigned there. But they are armies of NYPD. Can you imagine if the West Indian Day Parade organizers said, no, you can't have uniformed cops provide security, and you can't have uniformed cops march in the parade. You know how they do as mayor? 
I said, well, you ain't getting your freaking parade. No permit. And all the corporate sponsors, explain that to them after they spent millions and millions of dollars advertising their products. Channel 7 is airing the parade live with all the corporate sponsorship. The millions and millions of dollars that are being spent on this parade. And you say to the parade organizers, oh, you don't want the NYPD cops? Well, guess what? You get nothing. You don't have a parade. You got to stand there. You got to show strength. Not like Eric Adams. Can I sneak in now like Urkel? Here's my here's my flag. Don't boo me, please. Don't boo me. I really do like you. He got booed at the Pride Parade in Park Slope. That's why he snuck in under the radar screen. Oh, my gosh. We're stuck with this guy. Another, like, three and a half years. His approval rating is at 29%, an all-time low. Not even Joe Biden has at 29% approval rating. But I think you understand. People look at this mayor and they say, what does he stand for? Later on in the next hour, we're going to talk about the new uh, gun uh, rejiggering law uh, that the United States Supreme Court ruled on, the old Sullivan Law, which basically restricted anybody from carrying a gun legally in a concealed manner, except the wealthy, the rich, the well-heeled, and those who bribed the police. That's right, bribed them with all kinds of tchotchkes, gifts, prostitutes, trips to Las Vegas, and I mean sweetheart deals. And you know, there's a deputy mayor of public safety right now who almost went to jail for that. Philip Banks. He can tell you a lot about that. Oh, Phil, Phil ain't going to talk about that at all because he became a confidential informant. You know, uh, uh, this way he avoided going to the big house. Listen, Curtis Lee knows where all the bones are buried and who buried them. So let's get right into it in terms of what uh, is happening here in the city of New York. On the other front, the demonstrations continue in Washington Square Park and in Union Square. There is a movement afoot. In fact, it started right in Washington Square Park, where a woman, a national spokesperson for the female organization Fight Back, Protect Your Body, Protect Your Female Rights, has organized a nationwide sex strike where you will not provide favors with benefits to friends, to boyfriends, to uh, random associates, or even your husband. That's right. No sex with any man, including your husband, until the United States Supreme Court put, puts back into effect Roe v. Wade. Now, you want to hear this woman? Shrill. I guess the best way to uh, describe her is she's a female version of the great comedian, remember the screamer from Peoria, Illinois, Sam Kennison. Yeah, remember Sam? All he do is scream. Listen to this. Lower the music, please. Because I want our audience to decipher exactly what this crazy lady is saying, who has now tens of thousands of followers who have sworn off sex. They are asexual. They have told their husbands, their boyfriends, no one-night stands, none of that. You deprive women of their rights to control what goes on in their body, and they will deny you the one right you think you have when you hook up with a woman, and that's to get nookie nookie. How do I have less rights? 
than my mother. Not everybody believes in your sky daddy. Not everybody believes in your clown papa. The fact that you tied religion to your decision is pathetic. Wow. You imagine if that was your wife, that was your girlfriend, that was your sister, that was your co-worker. She's like busting gaskets. She's out there for a second day, and she's getting play. National media saying, yeah, 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 she's calling for a sex strike. Abstinence. Abstinence is trending on Twitter. Elon Musk can't even stop it because you know him. He's certainly not abstinent. Count the number of kids and count the number of gumadas and wives and girlfriends he's had. This is incredible. Uh, let's hear more from this shrill chairwoman of the new sex strike that's sweeping the nation. Rolling back the clock on women's rights and bodily autonomy is pathetic. You conservatives love fetuses. You love fetuses. You are pro-birth. You are pro-amniotic sex because fetuses can't talk and they can't vote against you. But they make a good narrative for your election campaign. Pathetic. Well, she goes on to say, if you're a man who won't get a vasectomy, even though it's reversible, and you're now not out in the streets fighting for women's rights, you do not deserve to have sex with women. Boy, that would almost turn you gay, right? Imagine, you have nobody to have sex with except gay guys. Wow, and she's serious as hell. She's saying to the women, and a lot of the women are nodding their heads, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Chuck, hey, Phil, hey, Sal, you got to get a vasectomy because it's reversible. Can you imagine all these guys saying, no, 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 you're not getting the moil. Uh, you're not getting a moil there with the Rambo knife. He's not giving me a vasectomy. What happens if he makes a mistake? Ah! You think I'm shrill? She continued on her soapbox in Washington Square Park, surrounded by... 16,000 outraged women. Women who have to make a horrifying decision of their life versus the fetus. Most of the time, it's a clump of cells. Cells. So women get to relive their sexual assaults for life or are tied to their assailant. (sighs) Ladies and gentlemen, what would you do as a woman? What would you do as a man if all of a sudden... Your husband, your wife, your girlfriend, your gumada, whatever, decided that you got to make a stand. You got to choose. You got to stand with women who are fighting against Clarence Thomas, the conservative majority on the United States Supreme Court who rolled back Roe v. Wade, or you're not getting any nookie nookie any sex. Become a monastic monk. You can imagine, there are probably women having those conversations right now over brunch and lunch, and the guy is saying, like, huh? You gotta be kidding. I'm gonna get a vasectomy? It's either a vasectomy or go find your nookie nookie somewhere else. You care more about your damn guns than you do a woman's life. Proof every damn day. FYI. There are children in the foster care system that you won't adopt. So please tell me how you are pro-life. You are pro-I get my way. Now think about that. On this one, I agree with her. And ladies and gentlemen in our listening audience, 
throughout the tri-state area and beyond. It's not dark yet, because when it's dark, when I come back at 9 o'clock, we'll be heard in 38 states, parts of Canada, a sliver of Europe, and right on down to Davy Jones's locker between Bahamas and Bermuda in the Caribbean. But she's right about that. Guys will protect their gun more than anyone else. Like, let's say the ATF is outside, right? The Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms Agency, or the FBI. Or any other federal agency, and they've come for the guns. It could be the sheriff, it could be the municipal police department. You know, there are a lot of guys who would probably have hostage negotiation. You know, they'd be inside with their AK 47s, their AR 15, you know, the extra clip. They're ready to go down, right? And they would say, Look, officers, take my wife, take my kids, take my dog, take my car, take my house. You can have the deed. Just don't take my guns. Could I hear her again on that? Because this is the one point I agree with her on. Men will not give up their guns. They'll give up everything else, including maybe even their uh, their three-piece set. You care more about your damn guns than you do a woman's life. Proof every damn day. FYI, there are children in the foster care system that you won't adopt. So please tell me how you are pro-life. You are pro-I get my way. This woman is having an impact. You may not be aware. It doesn't just mean people are flooding over to Washington Square Park. No, no, I'm talking. This has gone viral. There are women watching this all over the country, all over the world, who are now involved in a sex strike. That's right. No sex for you. You know, they're like the soup Nazi, except when it comes to with sex. No sex for you. Unless you join me, you sign this petition. You, 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 you sign a petition that says that Joe Biden, our president, should be able to pack the court to overturn the repeal of Roe v. Wade. Join me in solidarity, and then all of a sudden, you may get pleasure. You might, but you got to join me and my sisters in solidarity. On the battlefront. Our number is 1-800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-WABC. And then finally, she talks to all the guys out there about karma. I pray you never get another restless night's sleep in your life thinking about what you did to women. This is not over. Not by a long shot. How dare you? Karma does not forget. And she may take some time to come back around, but she will get to you. Not on my watch. Sounds like the Wicked Witch of the East or the West and the Wizard of Oz, doesn't it? The only thing missing is the broom and the witch outfit. Man, this woman is fired up. And she's not alone. I'm telling you, I was in Washington Square Park when she was, like, going off on this. It's viral. It's all over the nation. You're going to come home. And you worked a hard week, and you expect, like, Friday night, you get to relax. You drink your, your cocktails, right? You know, you're like Frank Morano. You get home. Rachel was there. She has on her Velveeta nail polish, you know, because she knows that Frank Morano loves fromage cheese and goes gaga goo goo, gaga goo goo for Velveeta nail polish. They actually have that. And you know something? Rachel is going to say to him, no. That's it, pal. Don't think that you have access to my body because if your Supreme Court and your conservative judges like Clarence Thomas, who now says he's going after gay marriage and 
Marital contraceptives. Yes, that's what the guy said. I don't want you guys having condoms. Remember when we were young, nubile, teenagers filled with high levels of testosterone? We went to our local pharmacy, mom and pop shop. You didn't want anybody to see you. You didn't want the pharmacist to rat you out. You waited until a guy was there, not the woman. Psst. Can I have a package of rubbers? You know, don't, 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 don't say any, please. Don't, my mother will kill me. Can I have a package of rubbers? And the guy would have to go under the counter, get the rubbers, put it in a brown paper bag, look around first as if it was contraband, as if it was a kilo of cocaine, and then you would pay for it and hope that nobody saw it and nobody reported it to mom. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Check this out. No one knows New York better. The founder of the Guardian Angels, Curtis Lewa. And you can't compete against that. On 77 WABC. song at the Gay Pride Parade earlier today in the warm-ups. You know who this is? If you happen to know who this uh, songstress is, please give a call and you will have qualified for a Curtis Lee Booby Prize. Don't ask. We won't tell you because I'm so cheap I throw nickels around like manhole covers. Thank God for John and Margot Katzmatidis and our parent uh, company, Red Apple Media, because they provide quality baseball caps with the WABC logo which you could extrapolate uh, the acronym to mean always broadcasting Curtis and then it has the Curtis Sliwa Show logo. It doesn't get any better than that. Who is singing this new jam that was the hit at the warm-up today for Gay Pride? Our number is 1-800-848-9222 That's 1-800-848-WABC Just a hint, just a tease. I mention her name often in tandem with I I can't believe I'm actually giving cred to the former mayor, comrade Bill de Blasio, the part-time mayor, the dope from Park Slope, now wanting to go to Congress representing the 10th Congressional District, which is a combination of Lower Manhattan, the Financial District, Greenwich Village, the Lower East Side, and naturally across the East River to his beloved Park Slope. Oh, all those Slopeites that he wants. Fifteen candidates are competing in the Democratic primary that will be determined at the end of August. But I got to give cred where cred was due. He said last year to Gay Pride New York, you don't let NYPD cops parade in uniform, you can forget about me. And he, one of the few times he lived up to his word, our mayor now, Eric Adams, he he didn't say he wouldn't march. He chastised them, and then he just snuck in at 3 o'clock without the cops, without there being any compromise. San Francisco stood up to their gay pride. The mayor there, London Breed, the mayor in Denver stood up to Denver pride. But not our mayor. 
bleak, sexless. Oh, oh, I know gays and lesbians, uh, transgenders, and the acronym. The oh, we're going to go through the acronyms. We're going to get you up to speed. Uh, Dizzy Izzy on the boards. Get your pad and pen because you know it's LGBTQ plus. We're up to thirty-two other letters. So, you know, I know you're going to be going down to Greenwich Village later on after your shift. You're going to be running into crowds. You're going to oh, you're Dizzy Izzy, the guy who works for Curtis Lee on Sunday afternoons, and they're going to give you a quiz. They're going to ask you about all these letters. It's like the letters of the alphabet, and you're going to have to know what each letter of the acronym stands for, or you're going to get labeled a homophobe. I don't want to see that happen to you, Dizzy Izzy. I mean, look... It's tough for anybody. I don't even think the people in the parade today could figure out the 32 different acronyms. Who is this person singing? And you will win a Curtis Lee Booby Prize. Again, the tip is I oftentimes use the analogy of her when referring to, or this gives it away, Comrade Bill de Blasio, who I just gave props to. Let's go to... Is that Dana in Long Island? Your turn to be heard here at WABC, Dana. Hi, is it Miley Cyrus? Yes, it is. Have you heard this song before? Yes, I have. I love this jam. You know, I don't like Miley Cyrus. And as you know, I've oftentimes said that Bill de Blasio took a Miley Cyrus wrecking ball to the city that we love. But this is a good jam, Dana. Absolutely. She does have pipes. Let me uh, ask you if you could stay on the line. Our sure. phone screener will get your information, and then our 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 uh, what can we call Jake the Snake Roberts? Uh, he's in uh, purchase. He's in merch, and he will get uh, that to you expeditiously. Dana, wear it with pride. Where in Long Island do you live? Massapequa. Oh, matzo pizza. You'll please the Italians and the Jews. It doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for listening to WABC. Don't get excited at this, Izzy, because I know you didn't know who that was. Our numbers 1-800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-WABC. Let's go to Victor, who's calling from East Brunswick. Your turn to be heard here at WABC, Victor. Curtis, uh... Two questions. Is George Washington Park the one in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, near the Williamsburg Bridge? And also, the second one is that that big mouth has put the hookers on the unemployment line. Now, well, you see, hookers come in all different kind of descriptions now. That's all part of um, the acronyms that come with that. I'm going to try to address that momentarily. But you're claiming that the woman who's giving the speeches... Firing up the women in Washington Square Park. She did it yesterday, and now she's doing it again. Dizzy Izzy, give me a sample of how outrageous the woman is, the chairwoman of the committee, to deprive men of sexual favors because they are responsible for the repeal of Roe v. Wade. How do I have less rights than my mother? Not everybody believes in your sky daddy. Not everybody believes in your cloud papa. The fact that you tied religion to your decision is pathetic! Is that what you're talking about, Victor? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Can you imagine coming home to that? Can you imagine just having to deal with her on the job? Imagine if she she was your boss. Imagine if she owned the company and you had to work for her. 
Is, is that a is that AOC? I didn't grasp who she was. No, no. Well, let, 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 wait, wait. Let's listen intently. Uh, let's go to more of her diatribe. You oh. care more about your damn guns than you do a woman's life. Proof every damn day. FYI, there are children in the foster care system that you won't adopt. So please tell me how you are pro-life. You are pro. I get my way. Well, she's right about guys. Uh, we always want to get our way. And by the way, Victor, she is right. Guys would do anything to keep their guns. They would give up their wife, their kids, their house, their car, their dog. You know that, Victor. Absolutely. That's what the Second Amendment's all about. Right. So you see, on this one, she may be a big mouth. But on that one, she was right, Victor. We got to give her props for that. And Curtis, it's not her body. It's the baby's body. Oh, wait, she addresses that again. Listen intently. Uh, uh, and let's see if, in fact, it is AOC, all out crazy, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, leader of the Democratic Socialists of America, the Justice Warriors. Rolling back the clock on women's rights and bodily autonomy is pathetic. You conservatives love fetuses. You love fetuses. You are pro-birth. You are pro-amniotic sex because and they can't vote against you. But they make a good narrative for your election campaign. Pathetic! Wow, Victor. Who? Yes, sir? Yeah, I don't think that's AOC. AOC's a little high pitch. Uh, better known as Sandra Ocasio from Tarrytown Heights, uh, who went to Tarrytown Heights High School. Never lived a day in the Bronx. That, that was all a lie, all the roots. Claims she lives in Parkchester now. Nobody's seen her. Nobody's seen well, her. But I'm an escapee from Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Mm. And when you mentioned George Washington Park, I'm thinking of the George Washington Park uh, near Fifth, Fifth Street, uh, right near the uh, Williamsburg Bridge. Is, is that the same place or no. someplace else? No, no. Washington Square Park, where the arch is, NYU, which also has right. the uh, statue of Garibaldi on it, who uh, went back to Italy with the help of America to... Uh, Unite Italy, and then, of course, George Washington. But, Victor, let me extrapolate. Did you go to Eastern District in Williamsburg? Uh, I went to uh, George Washington, uh, George Washington House uh, High School. Wow. You mean up in Washington Heights? Uh, where? Or Westinghouse. Did you go to Westinghouse? Westinghouse. Okay. And what what vocation did they teach you? Uh, Carpentry. Oh, you see? And wouldn't you admit that the, the thing we are failing our kids now in public high schools, not the elite high schools, but to provide vocational training so you have a negotiable skill. And I'm sure, like my, my cousins, if not for them going to East New York High School near the conduit and learning crafts, they would have been doing triple life without parole in Attica. No doubt about it. And then many of them got their loans together and built small businesses, and now guess where they are? They're in Florida, retired. Yeah, and I'll tell you, Curtis, uh, if I was so in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, you know, well, we got, uh, I escaped about 50 years ago. We got to help you. Maybe maybe get a job with Verizon. I think he's got that Obama, those free phones uh, that were being given out. Or maybe it's the Boost Mobile phone, you know, the one after a month. You got two phones on you. You got your normal 
uh, phone. You know all about this. No, you don't. This is you would have no idea. You got two phones on you. you got your regular phone, right? T-Mobile. You know that your wife sees you pay the bills, and then you got the burner phone. Once a month, boom. Get rid of it. Drug dealers use it. Spies use it. CIA, the criminals in action. KGB uses it. And guys who don't want their wives uh, to get on what they're doing behind their backs, they use it too. Anyway, let's go to the phones. It's uh, John calling all the way from Reno, Nevada. I call that the armpit of Nevada. Your turn to be heard here on WABC, John. Hey, Curtis. You know, uh, I'm glad Clarence Thomas got rid of the Sullivan Law. You know, that was a horrible law. And now the people of New York are going to have the rights that everybody else has had for a long time back. There's other cities that uh, do the same thing with concealed uh, carry. Um, you know, thank God Clarence has righted this ship. Uh, when do you think we will start seeing actual changes in New York because of this? Well, we're going to discuss both New York, Chicago, and L.A. in the next hour because things are happening there that are going to blow your mind. Now, I've been to Reno many times, John. I had guardian angels in Reno, and I saw people packing everywhere, everywhere. Pack everywhere out here. Uh, everywhere you see people packing, and it's a very safe place. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. It's not a place I'd want to live. You know, you want to go to Lake Tahoe, you want to go to Vegas. When you're going to Reno, it's like, hmm. It's like, oh, what happened? How come you're in Reno? Well, things haven't worked out in my life. Then you go over the mountains, you know, it's like it could be 110 degrees in the valley there in Reno. In order to go to Lake Tahoe towards California, you got to go over the mountains, and all of a sudden you're putting chains on the back wheels of your car. There's sleet, there's snow, there's ice. And then there's paradise, there's Lake Tahoe. And then you eventually reach San Francisco and Oak Town, and you say, my God, I've crawled into the belly of the beast. Let's go to Carl, who's calling all the way from Scottsdale, Arizona, where people pack and they don't have to conceal. They keep their 44 magnums right on their side. Right, Carl? That is right. Talk about being an escapee from New York. I was born in Manhattan. I grew up in uh, what is now AOC's district in Jackson Heights uh, after moving from Red Hook section to Brooklyn and uh, spent the 70 years and four months of my life living within 20 miles of where I was born. And let me tell you, you want to coordinate something that's difficult to coordinate, try buying a house in Scottsdale, Arizona, and selling a house in West Hempstead at the same time. Man, that was something. But I did it. Now, I remember having lived, my, I lived on Dogwood Avenue uh, in West Hempstead, and if you know the area, which you do. Cause oh, I yeah. Talk about it. That's high crime. Um, West, right, well, West Hempstead and Franklin Square uh, is separated by Dogwood Avenue. One side is West Hempstead. The other side is uh, Franklin Square. You know the 4th of July, the totally illegal fireworks display that the police totally ignore. The police of the 5th Precinct of Nassau County. It rivals Macy's. Now, I've heard you mention this in the past. Oh, oh yeah. Let, Carl, Carl, let me tell you. Let me tell you, Carl. All the way out there in Scottsdale, Arizona, like so many other former New Yorkers, they've escaped when Michael Mudicic, Rudy Giuliani, was mayor, he was like anal on everything. He said not one cherry bomb, not one blockbuster, not one firecracker, not one Roman candle is going to be fired or they're going to jail. In fact, 
Remember when we were kids, we would take those taps, we would put them right there, you know, on the corner, right on the curb, and we'd take a rock and hit it so it would make a little sound like pop. The cops caught you doing that. He'd have you locked up. So every year on 101st Ave in Ozone Park, right by the Bergen Hunt Fish and Shoot Human Beings Club of the Gattis and Gambinos, John Gotti Sr. would sponsor a fireworks display, an all-day long, free rides, free dirty water hot dogs. You know, everywhere, oh, John, he's so great. It was like a scene out of The Godfather. And then when Dinkins was mayor, Dinkins tried to crack down. He failed. They, they, they had a fireworks display equal to, if not greater, than the Macy's Day uh, event. And then all Rudy did, we say, went to Chief Esposito. He said, Esposito, I don't want one firecracker going off. Esposito had helicopters over. They were over near the railroad tracks. They had binoculars. <laughs> not a firecracker went off. Problem with Rudy is he wouldn't even let the Chinese shoot off firecrackers for their new Lunar New Year festivities, which he goes, no, the law applies to everybody. By the way, if you want to see Rudy Giuliani and you want to see me and you want to see his son at the end of his long, arduous campaign to become the Republican nominee, you got to get out and vote on Tuesday, regardless of who your choice is, Republican or Democrat, come on out. Monday night, the Bricktown Center in Staten Island, where the Giuliani's began their campaign and where they're going to finish it Monday night, 730 at 2750 Veterans Road. I'll be there. Frank Morano. Yep. The Mama Luke will be there. And just come on out. It's going to be great. You see Rudy, you get Andrew, you get me. And yeah, you even get them. Mama Luke, Frank Morano. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. I see. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Check this out. No one knows New York better. The founder of the Guardian Angels, Curtis Lewa. And you can't compete against that. On 77 WABC. Good morning, class. Good morning, class. What a great bit from Cheech and Chong. Puff, puff, fast. Relax, Dizzy. You still got a job to do here before you break out downtown, a gay pride off the piers, and you raise the roof. But I got to prepare you because the acronyms grow by the hour. If you notice, you start off, it was hard enough for me. You know, it's like five letters. (laughs) I didn't do that well in school. L-G-B-T-Q plus. And I always figured out the plus. Why Why the plus? Well, now I figured it out. There's like 32 letters, and they add on it daily. But I'm not going to overload your brain, uh, Dizzy Izzy, because I know you're like special ed here when it comes to that. You're not Mensa. So I want you to get your pad and pen. I'm going to help you so that when you're down there on the piers by Christopher Street, you know, you're not going to be perceived of as not being with it, hip, fly, 
We start with LGBTQ+, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and the Q has two meanings. You got to know the two meanings because you only get one. It's like Jeopardy. You know, you don't want to have too many. Oh, they'll throw you off the pier. You will be persona non grata banned from Greenwich Village and Chelsea in perpetuity. The Q stands for queer. But for a guy like you, Dizzy, it also represents questioning. Because you're questioning, hmm, what am I? There's 32 different letters now that I could be at any given moment. I have the right from day to day to choose how I am going to be referred to. And just because I change the next day, it's my right. He, she, they, right? Sounds like the new chairman of the Red Chinese Politburo. But no, he, she, they, doesn't matter. You could rearrange the chairs on the Titanic, but you got to know your letters. In fact, think of this, Dizzy, like when you were watching Sesame Street, right? You, you got a Big Bird, you got Grouch, Cookie Monster, and all that. All right, let's start. This is, I'm just going to start you with 12. 5 plus 7 is 12. See, I got that. So L is for lesbian. G is for gay. B is for bisexual. T, transgender. Q for queer. Q for questioning. We got all that. I is for intersex. Now, if you're asking me what the hell that means, you're going to have to find out at the pier off of... uh, Greenwich Village, uh, Christopher Street. I have no idea what intersex is. P for pansexual, which means on any given day, if you decide to be P, Dizzy, you'll love anybody and everybody. Anybody and and you could be anything you want to be. And then the very next day, you could be A, asexual, which means you don't want to have sex with anybody, not even yourself. And then, of course, there's 2S, two-spirit. And what the hell that means, I have no idea. But prepare yourself before you go down there because, let me tell you something, you're going to be questioned. This is the litmus test. And the most important A for all of you out there to know is A for allies. So if you're none of the above, you just say, look, let's have peace and harmony. This is a celebratory day, gay pride. I am an A. I know what kind of A you are, Dizzy Izzy. I can't say it on the radio. But just say I'm A for ally. Oh, and then all of a sudden, that's right, he's an ally. He's one of those straights, but he's an ally. And then say, but put a plus right next to it, because now there are 32 different letters. I hope I've helped all of you out there, because I'm so confused. I have vertigo. I mean, I started out today just walking along the parade grounds to see if there were any cops. I didn't see any uniformed cops because they've been banned. Me, I would have said, hey, you ban the cops, you get no permit. But Eric Adams, ooh, that's, that's right. I'm amazed and I'm praising former Mayor Bill de Blasio who stood up to New York City Pride and said last year, if you prevent... The uniformed officers of the NYPD who happen to be part of GOAL, which is the organization, the fraternity and sorority for gay and lesbian and transgender uh, police officers, I'm not marching. Not Eric Adams. 
He chastised them, and then he snuck in at 3 o'clock. No police officers. And by the way, the cops who were along the parade route tried to find them. They've been tucked away. We don't want to offend. Up until 2025, the last year of his mayoralty, police officers are banned from gay pride in uniform. Now, I think we can all agree that is who disgraziata. That's a shanda. And almost every gay, lesbian, and transgender that I know is not in favor of that at all. They want to be protected. Some crazy like you saw in Norway, right? What would happen if some crazy guy, God forbid, I hope this does not come true, but some crazy guy with a backpack, there's no backpacks are being searched, pulls out a pistol with a clip, 32 shots, and goes, and then no cops around. No cops. Is that crazy or what? Because Gay Pride New York City says, we don't want to see police officers in uniform. It stigmatizes us. We're traumatized. We go back to Stonewall. You weren't even born when Stonewall happened. Somebody's got to stand up for the cops in New York City, whether they're gay or straight. Imagine how the cops feel, both gay and straight cops today. The cops who are on duty, who are protecting the parade, are told to stay out of sight, out of mind. And the cops who would normally be part of goal, who would normally march, they fought many years for the right to march. Hard-earned fight. They've been told the second year in a row, you're persona non grata. Because even though you're one of us, you're our brothers and sisters, nah, you're traditor, you're Judas. Uh, I would have stood up to him, but hey, Eric Adams, he's parading there with the flag. And I'm telling you, they're booing him, booing him for other reasons. <sighs> anyway, let's go to Glenn, who's calling from uh, Hillside. Your turn to be heard here at WABC, Glenn. Yeah, Curtis, I hate to uh, bring it up, but you are a little confused, uh, my man, because uh, you there's only 26 uh, letters in the uh, modern uh, English alphabet, not 32. No, you're right, but they're doubling up some of the letters. Like I told you, two Qs, two As. Uh, later on, there's DTT, so it's like... Uh, uh, the uh, protein, the uh, insecticide, you know, like uh, DTT. So they have, they double up on some of their letters. Well, you know, the thing is, is that, uh, you know, whatever it stands for, it's, you know, uh, it's all the same, you know, and uh, I don't understand why they have to have such a distinction. I mean, it's, Glenn, a, it's a, uh, an alternative lifestyle and that's it. You're so insensitive. Are you a homophobe, Glenn? That you're not willing to memorize all 32 uh, letters? Live and let live. You know, you know, whatever turns you on. Right. Hey, look. I don't care what you call yourself. But do I have to memorize 32 letters and know specifically what each letter stands for? And know that tomorrow when I wake up after, like, sleeping two hours, there could be three more letters up there that I didn't learn about. And now I get asked the question before I can even go into the subway at West 4th Street or Christopher Street. All right, give us Are the alphabet. Are you teaching that in grade school? No, 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 no. They're not. They're not. Hey, look, they have the drag queens come in and read for the drag queen hour, right? I mean, didn't we have that clan when Milty, uh, Uncle Milty, Milton Burrow would come on TV every week in a dress? Come on, Glenn, that was the 50s. Yeah. 
Hey, Curtis, one more thing you know, in regards to Clarence Thomas, okay? He's, he's bringing up all these other things that, you know, we, they have to take another look at, you know, uh, like uh, same-sex marriage. Well, maybe they should look at interracial marriage. Exactly. Okay? Exactly. Yeah. Very yeah. good point. And let him write the opinion on that. Well, of course, it's do as I say, not as I do. But think Absolutely. of this, Glenn. <laughs> He wants to remove marital contraception. Condoms. No condoms. What are we going back to the rhythm system? What are we going out? It's like a hand grenade. One, two, three. Pull the clip. Oh, no. Oh, my God. You won't be able to go to the variety store to get balloons. Exactly. Well, that's what we used to do in junior high school when they gave us the condoms and sex ed. You know, we had to cover a Chiquita banana with a condom. And that was difficult. But then we would fill up the condoms at the water cooler. Now, you know, back then, the water cooler had everything. It was toxic. Bubble gum, tar, you name it. We'd fill it up, and then we'd throw it down at the teachers as they were leaving for their cars after school. It was great. Oh, those were the days. Glenn, it was so much easier. Here's a condom. Ah, I'm in junior high school. I'm not going to be using condoms, so I'll fill it up with water, and I'll throw it at the teachers and hope that they don't see who's throwing it. Let's go to Al in Queens. Your day to be heard here at WABC, Al. Hey, what's going on? Yes, Al. Uh, oh, hold, hold on, Al, Al you're, you're, you're like mumbles from uh, Dick Tracy. You put your mouth on the receiver. Uh, let me hear. Okay, Curtis. Good, perfect. I want to ask you about self-defense. Now, if you're in a situation with self-defense and you're gonna help, and you're gonna do something to get out of that, that's not a crime, is it? Would you believe it? It could be. It could be you wait on the line in the next hour, and I'm going to uh, explain how in defense of yourself or someone else, if you get physical with a person or persons, you could be arrested. Like in Manhattan here, turn him loose, Alvin Bragg would more likely arrest you for defending yourself or coming to the aid of another victim than ever arresting the offending person, him or herself. Talk Radio 77 WABC. New York's talk station with the king of New York. Curtis Lewa, 77 WABC. You know, I noticed that... uh, Donald Trump plays all the village people's songs at his rallies. YMCA, Macho Man. But the Donald knows. He used to go to the clubs. Oh, yeah, he knows. The uh, suggestive messages of the village people, especially YMCA, in the Navy, and Macho Macho Man. But right now, end of the music, it just reminded me. Remember, there was that great episode of The Simpsons. This has to do with the repeal of Roe v. Wade by the United States Supreme Court. Remember, aliens had body snatch Bob Dole, and then they used Bob Dole's body to try to win an election in order to enslave the human race, sort of like the Manchurian candidate. Well, listen, listen. It's so prophetic. Abortions for all. 
Very well. No abortions for anyone. Hmm. Abortions for some, miniature American flags for others. Yeah! Huh, see? The American way. The aliens learned. That's how you please the American voters. You give them a little bit of everything. But you just don't get pinned down. I still, I know a lot of people out there, you support Clarence Thomas, but man, this guy is wigged out. This guy is now saying, hey, first we took out Roe v. Wade. Now we're going to take out gay and lesbian marriage. Like, you're kidding. <laughs> you're going to annul the marriage and say it never happened? But worse, you're going you're gonna to go after marital contraception. So you're going to go into a bedroom? It's like... Government, stay the hell out of people's bedrooms. I don't care if you're a Democrat, a Republican, a conservative, a progressive, apolitical. I don't care if you This is a real libertarian point of view. Clarence Thomas, stay the hell out of Americans' bedrooms. You're not going to determine, nor any of the United States Supreme Court judges, what contraceptions... If any, the people use. Reminds me when Ted Cruz was the uh, inspector general of Texas. He took the case to the Texas State Supreme Court to eliminate dildos. Guess what happened? He lost. Guess who interviewed him on that? Yours truly, Curtis Sliwa. Guess who had a hard time answering that question? Ted Cruz. Check this out. No one knows New York better. The founder of the Guardian Angels, Curtis Lewa. And you can't compete against that. On 77 WABC. I shot Sheriff. I did not shoot the dead. I shot Sheriff. By the way. The uh, remaining two performers was Van Morrison and, yes, Eric Clapton. They refused to get vaccinated. Like uh, the guy I'm supporting uh, to win the gubernatorial Republican primary on Tuesday, this Tuesday. Don't forget to vote, whether you're Democrats. Uh, you got uh, Hokum, You got uh, Swazi. You got Jumani Williams. Republicans. You got Zeldin, Astorino, Wilson, and Giuliani, Andrew. We'll discuss that later on in this hour. But, as you know, Andrew did not get vaccinated and was not permitted to be in two of the three debates. Eric Clapton and Van Morrison lost a lot of money, lost a lot of business because they refused to get vaccinated. Eric Clapton just recently came down with COVID-19, had to cancel some of his concert appearances. Didn't seem to be troubled by that at all. But this song is so pertinent to what's going on. The war on cops in America continues at an unprecedented rate. You would think that what the Supreme Court did in ruling on guns would actually, according to the elected officials, the Democrats, lead to tonal anarchy, would lead to Ukrainian-like conditions. For us in the city of New York, as if all of a sudden it'd be wartime conditions in the streets. Well, guess what? It already is in some neighborhoods. You look at the crime stats, and I'll run them. I'll give you the crime blotter momentarily. The crime is off the hook. 
And the swagger man, our mayor, has no plan. But enough of Eric Clapton. And so the United States Supreme Court overruled the Sullivan Law. Sullivan Law was in existence since about, well, 1919, like uh, the Spanish flu right after World War I. Uh, very few, if any, people could qualify for a carry permit, a concealed carry permit. The numbers are so austere, so few. You can almost count them on fingers, fingers and toes. And I'm going to run down uh, for you how the system works, but it is so prejudicial towards so many people. Like, for instance, it's hard to get a premise permit to be able to have a legal handgun that you have in your place of business or uh, where you live. You would think, wow, if you qualify for a premise permit, why wouldn't you qualify to have a carry permit? Whether like in Arizona, where it's not concealed, it's right there in the open. You know, the Altacacas there waiting for the blue blue plate special at four when I visited the Phoenix Guardian Angels. There they all are. Big 44 Magnums right on their hips. They don't have anywhere near the problems that we have. And that's a major urban area, Phoenix, the fastest growing urban area in America. Do they have crime there? Of course. That's why we have Guardian Angels. But not to the level that we do. Or Philadelphia, or Baltimore, Body Bag City, or Washington, D.C., or Chi-Town, the murder capital of America, carjacking capital, gang capital, San Francisco, Portland, Seattle. Oh, yeah, by the way, last night... Uh, they finally were out in force in Portland, 100 strong. They busted up the city, and the cops did nothing. I, I was wondering, Arizona was leading in the demonstrations against the Supreme Court decisions. I said, what happened to Portland? Oh, that's because they have a demonstration every night where they say they're going to burn the city down and kill the police. Yeah, it's no exception. You know, it's like another reason to be out there. But I digress. So... Let's look at the reality here. The majority decision said it is so unfair to these two petitioners of the court, two New York state gun owners who had premise permits, and they were being told you can't have a carry permit because you haven't been able to show anything of a dire circumstance that would threaten your life here and now to qualify to get a carry permit. How ridiculous is that? And, in fact, I know because I went through that in the summer of June 19th in 1992 when I was shot on the orders of Gotti Sr., the Gotti Jr., the Gambino crime family. Michael Iannotti uh, air-raided me with five hollow-point bullets. The cops knew they couldn't protect me because the Gambinos wanted to finish the job. So they approached me, Intel, and said, now you qualify for a carry permit because your life is being threatened. I said, well, I can't. I, you know, I, I understand you're concerned about me, but... I lead an international organization in 13 countries, 130 cities, guardian angels, we don't carry weapons. How hypocritical would that be? Do as I say, not as I do. So I respectfully and politely rejected it. But very few are offered. Let me give you the breakdown. We have 20 million citizens in all of New York State, and that number is going down el rapido every day. The exodus continues. The fastest movement of people out of any state is in New York State and New York City. We have 450,000 small businesses, right? Take a guess at how many people have qualified for a concealed permit. Around 16,000 New Yorkers have the concealed permit. Uh, let Let me quantify that. I am wrong on this. Wow. It is worse than I thought it was. 
16,000 New Yorkers have permits that allow them to keep handguns in their city homes. Premise permit. Does not permit them, though, to go out and carry that gun to protect themselves, their family, their property, or anything else. 700 business owners have permits to have handguns where they work. Only 700. And some 3,500 people are allowed to carry guns because of their jobs, while 2,400 security guards can be armed at work but can't bring their weapons home with them. You know how few people (laughs) there are there? And how many people are in need of this? And the other thing that's never discussed when we talk about the right to get a permit to have a concealed a weapon to carry a handgun. It's the corruption at one police plaza. Oh, my God. You go to that bureau to get a license? It's so corrupt. In fact, whoever gets those positions, it's all patronage. They say, well, you know, I'm open for cash, prostitutes, expensive watches, baseball memorabilia, and, hey, exotic vacations. Can I show you on the map where I want you to send me? And then you'll get your concealed carry permit. Now, you think I'm making this up? There have been cops who have been busted for this. There are cops who are in jail for this. And this has happened systemically over the years. In fact, we have a deputy mayor of public safety, Philip Banks, who knows all about this because he was implicated in this. And what happens when you're implicated in something and all of a sudden Punch's pilot comes along and says, you're clean, young man. You become a CI, confidential informant. You give them information that they didn't have before. That's the way the system works. This is so ridiculous. Law-abiding people have no protection. Think of everything that's happened since the summer of 2020, the killing of George Floyd in the streets of South Minneapolis by those four Minneapolis police officers, the demonstrations, the rioting, the shooting, the anarchy, the threats, the intimidation. Think of all that that has transpired. And what did we get in return for all that raucous behavior, the violence, the threats, the murders, the rapes, the robberies? They defunded the police to the tune of a billion dollars. Never put the money back. They defunded the prisons. Never put the money back. So you say to yourself, wow, you even made it more dangerous. But you don't want to have legal law-abiding citizens carry weapons. Only billionaires, millionaires, talk show hosts, yeah, reverends, yeah, men of the cloth, they carry guns. Uh, And a whole host of others who have no business having a gun, but they have influence. They greased somebody at one police plaza. If I had become mayor, oh, one police plaza would not have been handling the licensing. No way. Let's go to our mayor, Eric Adams, who for weeks has been banging the drum that, oh, my God, if the United States Supreme Court allows more people to be able to qualify for a legal permit to carry, oh, my God, uh, it'll be like uh, it'll be like the, the jungle. It'll be so out of control. We cannot allow New York to become the wild, wild west. That is unacceptable. Okay, so now he equates it to the wild, wild west. Gentlemen there behind the bulletproof glass here. I know why the bulletproof glass is here that separates uh, the studio from me. It's okay. Don't get nervous. 
Uh, could you write that down? So Adam said it would become the Wild Wild West. Then, right after the show that I did, overnight, said I do every Saturday morning and Sunday morning from 12 midnight to 6 till the break of dawn. I heard our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis, he always interviews the newsmakers starting at 8 o'clock up until my Kumbhati Cheech, Rudy Giuliani, uh, all the newsmakers, and already he's made news. It's in the papers. It's the leading story. John Miller, the spokesperson for the NYPD, had this to say uh, about the fact that more people might qualify in New York City and New York State to have a legal permit to carry a concealed weapon. Oh, well, no, no. That's the wild, wild west. Um, the worry here is that they're going to make this the wild, wild east. Now I'm a little confused. The mayor has said it's the wild, wild west. John Miller says it's the wild, wild east. They have created an impression it's like Dodge City. You know, Dodge City? Uh, before you go into the saloon and you get to uh, have a drink with Miss Kitty... And whoa, 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 who was the doctor? I forgot uh, who that was in Gunsmoke. Uh, you know, you got to hang up your weapons. You know, you got to check them at the saloon. Such nonsense. Let me, let me give you an idea of what's happening out there. While our elected officials and our spokespersons here work harder to neuter the effectiveness of the law-abiding man and woman to protect themselves, who consistently deny you the opportunity to protect yourselves, your neighbors, your property, uh, your your wealth, uh, and the cops are not doing it. Why? Because they've been defunded. They're not keeping them in prison. Why? They're defunding prisons. Los Angeles, right? This law, remember, affects cities all across America. This is Los Angeles. Let me tell you what happened. A man was charged with attempted murder of a Los Angeles police officer and his fellow officers, a sergeant and four other LAPD cops in uniform. This all had to do with the protests of the Roe v. Wade reversal. In fact, the guy had a flamethrower, a flamethrower, a weapon of war. I haven't seen flamethrowers since they showed films from when Walter Cronkite was in Vietnam, you know, doing those updates. And remember, remember the uh, Americans uh, would be in the jungles of Vietnam trying to get to Viet Cong. The brush was so thick, uh, the foliage was so thick, they would use flamethrowers to clear it out. Well, there are people now who carry flamethrowers. This is not the exception to the rule. In fact, it was so prophetic. A while back... He was a great comedian. He has been a saint to all of us in talk radio because, remember, George Carlin told us the seven words that we could not say. You cannot say it or the FCC will come down on us like a ton of bricks, our ownership, management, and especially the people saying it. Remember that, Dizzy Izzy. That's why your finger is on that dump button because George Carlin warned us of those seven words. Well, George Carlin also told us about the coming wave of criminals who would be using flamethrowers in the streets of America. Think for a moment about the concept of the flamethrower. Okay? The flamethrower. Because we have them. Well, we don't have them. The Army has them. That's right. We don't have any flame. I'd say we're f***ed if we have to go up against the Army, wouldn't you? (laughs) 
But we have flamethrowers. And what this indicates to me, it means that at some point, some person said to himself, Gee, I sure like to set those people on fire over there. But I'm way too far away to get the job done. If only I had something that would throw flame on them. Well, it might have ended right there, but he mentioned it to his friend. His friend who was good with tools. <laughs> and about a month later, he was back. Hey, quite a concept. And of course, the army heard about it, and they came around. We'd like to buy about 500,000 of them, please. We have some people we'd like to throw flame on. Give us 500,000 and paint them dark brown. We don't want anyone to see them. George Carlin, prophetic, ahead of his time, talking about citizens, thugs, who would be walking around with flamethrowers like they are now in Los Angeles and tried to use it on a sergeant and four of the police officers who were providing security at the protests of Roe v. Wade downtown outside of the federal building. And you may say, oh, Curtis, that's an exception to the rule. No, I saw this with my own eyes. The 46th Precinct, Ryer Avenue, not far from where I started the Guardian Angels in 1979. A guy named Edison Cruz was on Andrews Avenue and 179th Street, which is uh, the old campus of NYU where they had the, uh, all the statues of the heroes. They had like a, a drive. It was, it was great. Now it's like Bronx Community College. The guy had on a bulletproof vest and strapped to his back like Rambo was a bazooka was a bazooka. Thank God the cops risked life and limb from the 46th precinct to jump on the guy. The guy was ready to set off a bazooka. But, oh, my God, law-abiding citizens who already have a premise permit, they've already had to jump through the hoops. They've already had to provide so much information just to be able to legally keep a handgun in their place of business or their home, according to... uh, Mayor Eric Adams and spokesperson for the NYPD, John Miller. If all of a sudden they could take that same handgun and carry it in a concealed manner, it would lead to the wild, wild, wild west, according to Eric Adams. And John Miller, who said it would lead to the wild, wild east. They're both full of bull feathers. Congressman, the, the, the ease that they just keep lying is just incredible. Uh, the reinvention of, of history as happened. You, uh, you didn't try to knock us off the insane. No, Dizzy, Izzy, uh, you, you, you know, you're still uh, doing your alphabet, right? Uh, what are you, just learning the, the job? I realize you know you're going down to the pride festivities, the pier on Christopher Street. You're trying to memorize the 32 letters. Three breaks an hour, right? Carve it up like a pizza. And that was the time for a break. Talk Radio 77 WABC. New York's talk station with the king of New York. Curtis Lewa, 77 WABC. Take him out. Take him out. Bring him out. Dead. Dead. Shot him up. Shot him up. Shot a ball. Hey. Hey. One gun. Two gun. Three gun. Four. Your mind is all about crime. On Oh, let's give you the crime blotter here, since Eric Adams, our mayor, and John Miller don't want you legally strapped 
with a concealed weapon, even though you're already qualified to have that same weapon in your premises. But I guess you're not competent enough. Now, think of if you were these crime victims just in the last 24 hours. A man is in critical condition after he was shot in the chest in Brooklyn early Sunday morning. The latest incident capping off a violent day for Mayor Eric Adams' neighborhood. That's where he has that brownstone that he's never at there in Bed-Stuy. <laughs> on Lafayette. <laughs> a 33-year-old man was struck in the chest in front of the Brevoort Public Housing Complexes on Ralph Avenue in Bed-Stuy. Do or die. I know that area well. So he gets shot. He's legal. He's law-abiding. Now, you know the homies were eye-fornicating him and mad-dogging him and talking trash. If he was strapped and he had a concealed permit, you know, he might have dropped them before the criminals dropped him. No cops around. Uh, Let's look at this Queens guy, Singh. Last name Singh, you know what that means? He's a Sikh. Every Sikh has the last name Singh. If you've ever driven uh, any yellow cab and driven any yellow cab by a guy named Singh, they have the wrap on their head, and everyone, their last name is Singh. So he's sitting in his car, and then all of a sudden, a guy walks up and blows him away. Now, you think maybe if he had a legally registered carry permit, he might have got the bad guys before they got him? A man, 64, was pushed into the tracks on 125th and 6th. You think maybe if he was strapped with a legal carry handgun, he might have got the drop on those guys before they dumped him in the tracks? And then lastly, two thugs have guns, and they're on the number three train in the middle of the afternoon. At 125th and 42nd, they take their pistols out. They put it to the back of the guy's head. They pistol whip him. They make him get down on his hands and knees and beg for his life as they strip him like they would a carcass in the Mojave Desert of anything that they can rob. And then they push him over, jump on the train, go down to Times Square, do the same thing to another guy. And guess what? They threw him in the tracks afterwards. No cops. Hey, what happened to all those cops who were supposed to be flooding the subway, right? I never see them. Oh, we're going to send an army out. You don't need a weapon. Yes, you do. If you qualify for a legal carry because you had a premise permit, why would I want to deny a woman or a man the opportunity to defend themselves since our city is incapable of defending visitors, tourists, and those who work and those who live here and pay their taxes? For instance, imagine a woman violently raped and the suspect is on the loose and the cops haven't been able to catch him. Do you think maybe um, she would have grounds to be able to carry a weapon, huh? Huh? Yeah, it doesn't happen to guys. You know, it happens to women. But then again, guys make all the rules. Here it is. You're walking to and from. You live in the projects. And you know what the thugs do. They render the uh, escalator, excuse me, the elevator. They break the elevator so that you now have to use the stairwells to go up and down. And they know the payday is on Friday. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, most people who live in public housing pay rent. They pay some form of rent, so they got cash on them. 
And the thugs know that, Friday and Saturdays. So they lay up in the stairwells. They bust the lights. They wait under the cover of darkness. The cops don't patrol the stairwells anymore. Now imagine you're a hard-working woman, right? You're walking up those states. These guys, they don't just want to shoot you and pistol whip you. They want to rape you, too. Imagine if you get to jump on those guys first. And you say, make my day. And then you just shoot him. Don't do it in Brooklyn. Because the DA, Eric Gonzalez, he would prosecute you, not the thugs. Don't do it in Manhattan with Alvin Bragg. He'll be looking at 25 years to life. Don't do it in the Bronx with the worst DA of all, Clark. That's it. You know, you're going you're gonna to go away to Sing Sing. If she could revive the death penalty, she probably would for that. Because they don't want you to fight back. They don't want you to fight back legally. They want you totally dependent on them. And remember, they're not protecting you. They're not doing anything. They're defunding the police. They're defunding prisons. They didn't hire any extra cops in this this new budget. Not any extra correctional officers, which is going to make it that much easier for criminals to rape you, shoot you, beat you, rob you. Let me get off my bully pulpit there. I think I made the case. Wait a second. We, Chicago. <laughs> you think it's bad in L.A. where they're walking around with flamethrowers trying to incinerate cops? You think it's bad here in New York City where the cops get no respect, no respect from the elected officials and worse from the thugs? What about the murder capital of America, Chi-Town, Chicago, with Mayor Lightfoot, lightweight, whatever she is, friend of all the gangbangers, hates the cops. She has ordered the police superintendent to let the police know that they will no longer be allowed to chase people on foot simply because the suspects run away. In fact, instead, they, they can only do prevention. They cannot do intervention any longer. And then the following day, after the police union went absolutely berserk and said, what are you doing? You already put chains and shackles on us, handcuffs on us. Now you want us to stand around while we watch a crime, a carjacking. We're not permitted to chase the carjackers. We can't chase the gang members or the criminals on foot, except under certain circumstances, which uh, you have to look through the minutiae. And in fact, Mayor Lightfoot said that this new policy for police not to chase suspects will actually protect the police. You know what it reminds me of? You ever watch Homer Simpson? That's right, The Simpsons. Grandpa Simpson, who used to be a cop in Springfield, I'm assuming that Springfield, Illinois, the capital of Illinois, uh, which uh, makes legislation that impacts on Chicago itself, I remember that episode in which Grandpa Simpson was reminiscing about what it used to be like to be a cop. We can't bust heads like we used to, but we have our ways. One trick is to tell them stories that don't go anywhere. Like the time I caught the ferry over to Shelbyville, I needed a new heel for my shoe. Yeah, from chasing the suspects. By the way... You play that one more time, Dizzy Izzy. This guy sounds like somebody that we all know. And he actually says about telling tall tales. We can't bust heads like we used to, but we have our ways. One trick is to tell them stories that don't go anywhere. 
Like the time I caught the ferry over to Shelbyville? I needed a new heel for my shoe. Tell them stories that don't go anywhere. Isn't that what President Joe Biden does like every day? He tells us a story and it turns out that none of it, none of it exists or ever existed. 1-800-848-9222. Talk Radio 77 WABC. New York's talk station with the king of New York, Curtis Lewa, 77 WABC. Love this song by Billy Preston, who uh, for years used to be the opening act for the Rolling Stones, who, yes, are back on tour after Mick Jagger recovered from COVID-19. And (laughs) Uh, they had to cancel the tour. They're back up. I call it the uh, Smoke Reefer and Hash Shoot Up Heroin and Drop Molly Tour. Uh, Put Your Depends On and the Rolling Stones uh, actually instead of starting uh, where they wanted to originally in Amsterdam at the Cannabis uh, Bowl, are starting in Milan. But we are going in circles. We're going in circles and circles and circles. Let's go to Adam who's calling from Atlanta. Your turn to be heard here at WABC, Adam. Hey, Curtis. Good afternoon. So uh, fr- uh, last week I saw on t- on the news... Governor Hochul was saying that she wanted to go back to muskets. So that includes her uh, security, too, I'm guessing, right? Uh, (laughs) Remember, do as I say, not as I do. All of these elected officials have cops undercover, in uniform, totally strapped. Everything that they deny you the opportunity to have, they have tenfold. Right. And also... In order to fire a musket efficiently, back in the day, in the 17th, 18th century, a good shooter with a musket would get three rounds off in about a minute because Mm. of all the stuff that you would have to do to load the weapon. So she's out of her mind. Well, wait a second. Let's uh, give her the benefit of the doubt because, remember, she used to be Annie Oakley in 2014. I want to hear this cut myself here. Let's listen together, Adam, and all the rest of you out there. I'm sorry this dark day has come. They were supposed to go back to what was in place since 1788 when the Constitution of the United States of America was ratified. And I would like to point out to the Supreme Court justices that the only weapons at the time were muskets. I'm prepared to go back to muskets. I don't think they envision the high-capacity assault weapon magazines intended for battlefields as being covered from it, but I guess we're just going to have to disagree. Oh, man. Uh, Adam, this is incredible because uh, do, you know, do you know what her track record was about guns in the NRA in 2014 when she was running for Congress in western New York in uh, Erie County, Buffalo? Yeah, I heard that she was handing out gun permits like uh, they were uh, like they were candy. Yep, and more importantly, she was running against a Republican, a sitting congressman named Collins, the Republican, and the NRA endorsed her because she 
was Annie Oakley at that time, and she actually pledged to the NRA that she would vote in favor of residents of Washington, D.C., because remember, it's a federal city guided by Congress and not uh, the local mayor or the local council. She would uh, vote to approve a statute that would let citizens of Washington, D.C., like one of the big crime capitals of America, have the uh, legal right to have a concealed carry permit. Right. I guess now uh, she's going uh, back because uh, I guess she's afraid of, uh, what's his name, Jamani Williams running to her left. No, no, this is what all Democrats do. The the one who paved the way wasn't even Hochul. It was uh, the junior senator of New York, uh, Gillibrand. Gillibrand was chosen by Chuck Schumer to replace Hillary Rodham Clinton. Remember, she was a senator. And then Barack Obama, who believed, uh, as uh, Marlon Brando did in The Godfather, that you keep all enemies close to you, offered her to become Secretary of State, and she agreed. That opened up the junior uh, state state Senate seat. Uh, And there was a battle between Caroline Kennedy, uh, Bloomberg, the billionaire mayor wanted her, uh, Barack Obama wanted her, obviously, Ted Kennedy and the Klan, the Kennedy Klan wanted her. Problem with Caroline is she couldn't chew gum and think at the same time and still can. But with Gillibrand, the problem was uh, Schumer wanted somebody who wasn't going to steal his thunder. And Gillibrand at the time was a congresswoman with an A-plus rating from the NRA. She bragged that she had four guns underneath her certified perfect sleeper mattress, two long rifles, she had an AR-15, and she had a Remington shotgun. She had pictures of herself out on the range, and she advocated in the district where she represented that people be able to carry, uh, have a concealed permit. All of a sudden, Chuck Schumer says to her, the only way you can get this seat is if you have a deathbed conversion, and now you're completely gun control, and you actually suggest that you'll kick in doors in your congressional district, you'll seize guns, you'll bring them to the foundry, and you'll melt them down. And you know what? In typical, hypocritical, political fashion, what do you think she did, Adam? She folded like a cheap camera, like you say. Right, because they have no soul, these politicians. They, 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 they like flutter in the wind. It's like an abortion, right? All these right. pro-lifers now. Trump, right? He was pro-choice. Shamu right. El Jefe, Chris Christie. He was thinking of running for president. And he was pro-choice. He becomes pro-life. The big one was Bush 41, who had battled Ronald Reagan in the primary. You know, it was bitter. Voodoo economics. Nancy Reagan hated Bush 41, hated uh, Mrs. Bush. But then finally, they're at Cobo Hall in Detroit. They're at the Republican National Convention. Gerald Ford, who was the president... Uh, obviously, he had lost. Uh, he said, I'll tell you what, I'll be your co-president, uh, Ronnie. Ronnie said, I don't need a co-president. So his his supporters said, let's go and have a conversation with Bush 41. He goes, I'm not talking to him. If he doesn't become pro-life, it's not even on the discussion table. So his California delegation went over to Bush 41 in his, uh, in his uh, hotel room. And they said, you got seven hours to become pro-life. He was firmly pro-choice. He supported Planned Parenthood, Bush 41. Within seven hours, I hate Planned Parenthood, and I'm pro-life. Anything to become vice president. You never trust politicians, Adam. Never trust them. Exactly. Have a good one. Thank you.
See where all these callers are coming from. You see Dizzy Izzy, you get a geography lesson. Flagstaff, Arizona. Right? You see that? You think you find that on the map? Okay. Atlanta, Georgia there. And I remember the guy prior to that. Oh, Reno, Nevada. See, we go beyond because we've got 50,000 powerful watts of sound that can be heard all over the country. And if you can't hear it when the daylight is out, obviously it's not as powerful as it is at night on your terrestrial radio or your car, your van, or your truck radio. When you have the app and you listen to it on the stream on your laptop uh, or your desk computer, I mean, it's crystal clear. You could be in Kabul, Afghanistan. The Taliban could be holding you hostage. It could be the last thing you listen to in the world. You'll hear WABC crystal clear on that app. And all you have to do is download it. It costs you nothing. Let's go, uh, if we can, to Dino, who's calling from Queens. Uh, your turn to be heard here at WABC, Dino. Yes, Dino. See, it's the baby in the background. Curtis. Yeah, yeah, Dino. See, I gave you solid to take care of your baby. You see, I'm not cruel. Uh, I'm empathetic and sympathetic. I've been in that situation before, Dino. My little guy. Yep, yep. Thank you. I appreciate that. But I just wondered about the next caller caller before, how he says, uh, if you defend yourself. I had an incident on November 19th. With uh, a guy in a laundromat, I don't know. He was just a kid in the neighborhood. I don't know him. He pulled out a knife and said to me, I promise you I'm going to carve your face up. And I was just going home to my kid. I just did the laundry. So I said to myself, let me not even get involved. I'm just going to keep driving. I did. Came home. My wife says, what the hell? What's up? I told her the story. She saw it on my face. You're not going to believe this. Who's to know, Curtis? I go back to do my laundry because my mother's 93. I go back to do her laundry the next day at 6 at night. He's on the corner. I feel like I was committed. He went into his pocket. I, I, I didn't know which way to go about this. So I got the better hand. I got the, be- the best of him. I slapped it out of his hand. And um, my dad was a, uh, he's a, he's a uh, veteran, uh, World War II veteran. And there's some tricks that he taught me. But I slapped it out of his hand. I got the better of him. Instead of the detectives coming down to look at the cameras, he tried to slice me three times. They came and locked me up. Did they lock you up, Dino? Yeah, they locked me up. And I says uh, to the detective, if I may, uh, Detective Dwayne Atkinson in the 110 precinct, I says, Detective, why didn't you go back to the cameras? Call me in. Tell me. Come to my office. Tell me what happened. You know, I know you. Got, I'm a proponent for the police, but I really got a bad taste in my mouth, Curtis. Sure. My my nephews are cops, and he and and I said to him. Just call me. I would have came in. If I don't come in, I'll just, something's wrong. By all means, call me. I'll come in. I'll tell you the story. Because the video on the, the laundromat and all the stores going down the block, you can see the video. And he tried to – he actually attempted three times. But when he laid – when he dropped the knife after I slapped it out, he went to pick it up. So what I do, I kicked him in the face. And I just – I carried on. I got the best of him. And they arrested me. I was in Central Book, and, you know, you know what it feels like, right? Oh, I've been locked up uh, 77 times. Now, where is the case right now, Dino? Where, where is the case? It, it, it's in criminal court on uh, Queens Boulevard, and the case ended up with uh, my, I had a, uh, I just, uh, I didn't want this to go further, ACD. All right. I, I get it. I've had to do that myself. Uh, yeah. Uh, you stay out of and, trouble uh, for six months and there's nothing on your record. I pulled that. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times. Really serious charges where the thug couldn't even get up 
And all of a sudden yeah. I say, no problem, Judge. Give me an ACD or, you know, I, yeah. I, I plead to disorderly conduct. I, I yeah. knew how to work the system. Uh, but uh, what neighborhood are you in, Dino? I'm in Corona, Queens, right by Newtown High School. I know you know the area oh, good. Yeah. I relate to you. You're about my age. Uh, I'm like you. I don't let grass grow under my foot. I'm 60, 62. And, um, you know, I did mixed martial arts my whole life. I boxed my whole life. Not that I'm, I'm a badass, but I'm going to defend myself. And um, I just had a bad taste in my mouth. I just wanted the detective. Do his work. If you feel something's funny, come get me. Or I'll turn myself in. But, God, give me the benefit of the doubt. I'm, you're my local precinct. So I went back to the local stores. They said he just moved in the neighborhood. He's nothing but trouble. I didn't know. I, it was a new face to me. I yeah. mean, 62 yeah. years. Yeah. I'm 62. Well, Curtis, another thing. you know, another old school, thing. Dino. Old school, how we would have handled that. My mom. My mom's 93. I know mm. you like Spana Copita. She's got a 100-year recipe. Mm. Mm. I know you like that. I, I, I heard you say that when, uh, when the Greek parades come on. That's right. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah you're, know. you're, luring, you're luring me to Spaghetti yeah. Park there, right there in Corona, right outside the park well, side. Yeah, not too far. Um, I'm up the block from Newtown, uh, high school. Yeah, no, no, and I, I know, go. and that's a you're that's more than welcome to come over. Yeah, like, that that's a uh, that's a tough area for all the thugs and thugettes who go there. I tell you what, Dino, you stay on the line, phone screen, to get his personal information. I'm gonna have to do an intervention here. See, old school ways, a guy tried to carve up your face, a cretin with chromosome damage, a mutant. You get the bats. You know, you say, hey, guys, it's time for us to have some softball practice. Where's Lenny? Where's Vinny? Where's Sal? Get the bats. We would tool that guy up. He'd be lucky if he could walk down the block. He would not be hanging out in that neighborhood bothering anybody. None of the merchants, none of the elderly, none of the children. Uh, We would look down at him once we finished practice. You know, softball practice, of course. Although we tool him up big time and we say, you think you could find your way out of the neighborhood because you're not wanted here. You're a troublemaker. That kept the neighborhood quiet, peaceful. They say, oh, that's vigilantism. Yeah, it's really working what they're doing now. We're depending on the police who have been so neutered, so emasculated, so kept from being able to do their job that they're reactive, not proactive. So we got to take the law into our own hands because, you see, I would advise everyone, just like in the case of Dino, (laughs) an agreement for dismissal in six months and it's case closed. You got to do what you got to do. You're on your own. You know, uh, the mayor says it's the wild, wild west. uh, And then uh, John Miller says, no, 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 it's the wild, wild east. Well, that's how vigilantism came about, because there was no law. There was no order. There was a lack of law, and there was total disorder. And you just lead to the point where people have to take the law into their own hands. Yeah, I'll be paying a a visit to, to Dino there. Let's see if the guy's in the neighborhood. You know, let's say, guy, come here. Come here. A little attitudinal readjustment. You say, you see the curb over there? You know, naturally, the guy say, yeah. Bang! Got a big lump on his head, big knot. Get out of here, huh? Do yourself a solid. That, that lump will go down in like two months. It's okay. Put ice on it. You'll be all right. Should rearrange all the furniture in your head. 
Old school. It worked. Now look at it. Now look at it. A guy like this can terrorize the whole neighborhood, can threaten to slash people in their face, slice them and dice them, and I see it happen all the time. And the police, they do nothing. Not because they don't want to. They're not permitted to. Not permitted to. Our number is one 800 Let's go to Andrew and Stan. Hope your turn to be heard here at WABC. Andrew? Clarence Thomas, if he facial marriage. He oh, hold on, a second. hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's try to get Andrew closer to the phone. Let's go to Ken all the way in South Dakota first. See if we could get Andrew back. Boy, that, that Obama phone just wasn't making it. Uh, your turn to be heard here. Which part of South Dakota are you calling from, Ken? I'm, hey, Curtis, I'm calling you from the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation. How are you? Ah, good, good. Uh, you're originally hey, from you? New York, right? Yeah, I lived in the Grant Projects up in Harlem. I lived in Pomodoc out in Queens. Mm. So we spoke before. So let's talk about reciprocity. Can I, when, I, when I'm going to come there, I'm going to carry my two guns strapped because I got a carry permit. So uh, when I come to New York, when they allow people to start carrying concealed weapons, it means I can carry my weapons in there from the wild, wild west. And what do you think about that? Well, right now, believe it or not, you're a law-abiding guy. You would get arrested. And, in fact, uh, Eric Adams, the DAs, would uh, target you. They, they'd want to do a, a major publicity campaign to show how you can't uh, use your ability to carry weapons where you live and then suddenly transfer it here. I'll give you even simpler because, Ken, you're originally from here. You know the geography I could be in Yonkers on McLean Avenue having a nice meal at a restaurant. Let's say I lived in Westchester. And then I say, you know, I just want to go right into little Dublin over there, Woodlawn, which is like a little Irish enclave right next to Woodlawn Cemetery, but it's on the Bronx side. You realize I'm not permitted to do that even though I'm licensed to carry in Westchester? Right, right. But how, when cr- how, crazy, how, how crazy is that? Super crazy. Now, what's going to happen when they pass this law? And they're going to have what they call sensitive areas where we have out here. You can't carry it in a bar, obviously. You can't carry it in a stadium. You can't carry it in a public building. But we can carry it other places in our vehicles and when we walk around. Now, when New York passes this law, they're going to have to have reciprocity. That's my argument. They're going to have to allow us to bring our guns in. Well, that can is to be determined. And I have a feeling after uh, Eric Adams and Governor Hochul get through with this, the only place you'll be able to have a carry permit is uh, in your alleyway. They'll probably define it. You can carry in the alleyway next to your house. But beyond that, the sidewalk, the streets, you're out of luck. And then the challenges have to be made up the uh, court system in order to make sure the legal and law-abiding gun carriers are the ones whose rights are protected, not the ones that they go out of their way to protect their rights each and every day, the criminals. Talk Radio 77 WABC, New York's talk station with the king of New York. Curtis Lewa, 77 WABC. Wow, my phone is blowing up. We have on the line former mayor of New York City, our greatest mayor ever, Rudy Giuliani, our colleague here at WABC. Uh, Rudy, what happened to you? Well, you know this place really well. It's the uh, ShopRite uh, 
in uh, South uh, Staten Island. You know, we all come here to campaign. I've been here maybe a hundred times with Molinari, Fasello, with you, me. Nice place. I come here. First thing I have to do is I got I have to use the men's room. So I get out. I walk to the men's room. I come out of the men's room. A group of people are around me, hugging me, kissing me, telling me Andrew's great. And all of a sudden, I feel a shot on my back, like somebody shot me. I I went forward, but luckily I didn't fall down. Lucky I'm a 78-year-old in pretty good shape. Because if I wasn't, I'd have hit the ground and probably cracked my skull. And then I look around, and the guy says words I can't repeat. You effing whatever. And then he goes on and on and on, yelling and screaming. He moves away. Yelling and screaming uh, things like, you're going to kill babies. Your people are going to kill babies. Not babies. You're going to kill women. You're going to kill women. Uh, He looked either drunk or high. He works for ShopRite. And I thought to myself, I might have ordinarily ignored it. I said to myself, I'm going to have this guy arrested because this is going on too damn much. I mean, suppose I was a weaker 78-year-old and I hit the ground, cracked my skull, and died. He wouldn't have known the difference. And these Democrats get away with everything. I mean, they're in front of justices' homes. They threaten to kill a justice and nothing happens. I mean, so I call the I call the I call the the one, two, three precinct. Do you know that place? Sure. And I told the people there, I want this guy held, and I want him arrested. They said, we have to look at the tape. Like, you didn't trust me. They looked at the tape, and they said, my God, he really hit you very hard. I have five witnesses, including one a city worker and the other a retired detective. The city worker said that I was hit so hard, it almost knocked her over. So we got the guy arrested as an example of the broken windows theory. If I preach it, I might as well practice it. This is how it starts. You let these people get away with acting like goons. And then the next thing they do is they start punching people. Then they start shooting people. Then they start stealing. And that's why our city is the way it is. Now let's see if they prosecute them. Let's find out. So this is an example of why we need Andrew Giuliani in Albany. We need a pro-law enforcement governor, desperately. Uh, Hochul is pro-making money on the Buffalo Stadium for her husband. She just is in a long line of sleazy governors who have to resign in scandals. The other three Republicans, two are good guys, but they're not really tough. And the third guy, Zeldin, I mean, he shouldn't be dog catcher. The guy lies like crazy. He's on every side of every issue. He acted like a baby in the last debate, and then he ran into the arms of Mike Pence. Why we want this rhino on our ticket, I can't figure out. But the other two I have respect for, I just think Andrew's a lot tougher than they are. Now, question, uh, Rudy, uh, because obviously you've been assaulted. I know you're going to be barnstorming the uh, state tomorrow, and I know nothing will stop you. 
We're scheduled to have the final rally, ladies and gentlemen. Rudy's coming back out with Andrew, me, and a whole bunch of other supporters where this campaign began many months ago on Staten Island to the Bricktown Center at 2750 Veterans Road tomorrow night, 730. You come out and meet and greet uh, Rudy and Andrew and myself as we try to get the vote out for Tuesday. Obviously, uh, tomorrow will be the last rally. But question, this this guy who hit you, was he a skinny guy, a tall guy? No, no. He was a medium size. He's smaller than me, Hmm. but probably 40 years younger. Uh, He he was about 5'10". Not a particularly big guy. Oh, you, you're wondering if my old Brooklyn came back and did I think I should have whacked him in the, in the I figured if I hit him one shot, he would have gone down in a minute. Yeah, and he's an, he, he's an employee of that supermarket? Yeah, and, and he's lucky that I'm a public official, former public official with discipline. Because, you know, even at my age, I think I could have taken him out back and taught him a lesson. But, I mean, I want people to understand this. This is the greatest crime fighter we've ever had in this city who took us from the murder capital to the safest big city. And the police, because they're so afraid, they're so afraid to be proactive, they actually said to you, we have to look at the tape first. No, no, it wasn't the cops. Ah. Police were great. I got to tell you, this is Staten Island. The cops out here, they're on their own. Uh, the cops were great. Uh, the, some, some guy, either in the DA's office or the precinct, was trying to lower the charges. And the cops, cops said, no, no, there's a 78-year-old guy. This is assault two. No, no, no assault three. This guy's going in. I got to say, the cops and the captain were terrific. It was this, uh, the, safe, the safe right guys who said, we have to look at the tape. Oh, okay. Go look, at, go look at the tape. And they came back, and they were shocked. The owners called me and apologized. Good. And, and I said, "Don't you know, you shouldn't apologize. It's a big operation. I had people working for me that were as crazy as this guy. Well, I apologize uh, to the police of the 1, 2, 3 precinct. No, no, I mean, it's a, little di- it's a little different out here. Yes. It really is. You know, they got a little more support here. And even the DA here is a lot better. So I think we have a chance of getting this guy prosecuted. Yeah. This, this, is a, this is a great example of the broken windows theory. You, you don't let a guy get away with this because then they try something worse next. Well, there's a lot of volatility out there. And I know, Rudy, you're going to be out there campaigning around the clock for Andrew, as I will be, and so many others until the finish line. Uh, let's just make sure we beef up your security as you tour the state. <laughs> You know, I think maybe one of the people said, I think this guy's the only guy in Staten Island not voting for the Giuliani's. <laughs> You're right. That's Giuliani land. You started the campaign there, Rudy, with your son, and you're going to finish the campaign tomorrow. And, and, and you know why. If they turn out, we win. They only turned out 14% of the last gubernatorial candidacy. If they turn out at 20, if they turn out the way they did for you, we win. Yes, well, I want everybody to turn out tomorrow night, 730, at Bricktown Center, 2750 Veterans Road, the final rally in this gubernatorial campaign for Rudy Giuliani, Andrew Giuliani. I'll be there. Frank Morano, come on out and shake the hand of America's bravest, greatest mayor of all time, 
our own Rudy Giuliani.